1: Time for another episode of Conduits of Trouble, Zolgad and Scoggins, and uh, we'll certainly talk Vikings Bears, because we always like to talk football, Chip Scoggins, maybe even a bit of college football. But before we do that, let's uh, talk about the subject at hand. We are recording this on Thursday and on Wednesday night with uh, Cleveland losing to the White Sox and the Twins winning in Detroit. The Minnesota Twins have their first AL Central title since 2010. Um... It could be the Twins have been a flawed team at times, but man, has this summer overall yeah. been impressive. Yeah,
0: I mean, they are a flawed team when you look at their starting pitching in terms of like how we view a playoff team starting pitching. To think that you have two guys right now that you know is gonna be in the series and then after that you're it's kind of a toss up whatever they do. But yeah, this this season is like I wrote this um last or for Sunday that this season's made me become a baseball fan again? Because I, I got to be honest with you, like the last, what are we going to say, six years, seven years, even even the pop-up season two years ago, yep. I, I, I paid attention and I wrote because, you know, that's my job. But I didn't necessarily enjoy watching them play or, or baseball. I, I mean, I just didn't. I, I, and I, 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 I got to be honest,
1: I tuned out completely once football season got here. And I think in fairness, um, because they lost 103 games in 2016, and 17 was Falvey and Levine's first year. And I, I wrote this in a column I did for scorenorth.com chip. It felt sort of fluky, it, felt, yeah. it was all too quick. And they tried to, if you recall, they tried to, you know, they they to got sell. Jaime Garcia and yeah. then it didn't work and they tried to sell and they were trying to dump, they dumped Kinsler, and then the twins and credit to them. They got back in it and got t- to the wild card, but that didn't feel, that didn't really feel real. That was the product of having a second wild card.
0: Absolutely, that that makes mediocre teams eighty five wins for that team. Yeah, think that they're a playoff team. Absolutely, to me, if you if you get in that wild card game, I guess you can say you made the postseason. But that doesn't really feel like the postseason to me, does it? You no. I mean, to me, a postseason is
1: a series. But that just all felt too quick.
0: Yeah, it felt too quick, and it just felt like they're only in it because of the second wild card. Like this has been so, but this season's like. I've had a ton of fun watching. I probably watch more twins games this year in person or just on every night. It's just the TV's on you're watching because it's it's a fun team. They got good personalities. There's a lot of drama, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. Even even the losses or the injuries or whatever added an element of uniqueness to this to the season. And then well we always say what, uh unexpected success or surprises are some of the best things in sports. Mm-hmm. Think about all the surprises on this
1: team. Dobnik. I mean, what's a great heck? story? I mean, it's an Uber driver. It's a movie. <laughs>
0: it's it's damn near. If his, this
1: team makes the World Series, Randy Domnick is darn near a movie.
0: Judd, I think he's let's look ahead to that playoff series.
1: I think he has to get a start. Oh, I don't think it's in question. Now, I said he gets one in New York because he's a single ball pitcher. Right. And I and I said um, three days ago, I said I give him a start and I say, get me six to nine out tops. Chip his ERA is below two, and I know Detroit is terrible, but he pitched six yep. in- innings again on Wednesday night, gave up one hit, one unearned run. I think that scored thanks to a Polanco error. My point being now is I've changed my mind. I say if, low, if, if you can get me five, get me well, you know, yeah, as much as you can you g- give me, yeah. give me five, give well, me five. Because he can. I mean, they've stretched him out, he but he has
0: it. to start. It has but to be
1: Brios and
0: and well, don't you go Brios and him, and because he he keeps the ball low and in order. Some order, again, three, yeah.
1: Yeah, now uh, according to Patrick, he's heard it's going to be Odorizzi game 1 because they're concerned about the mental um ability of at the
0: fly balls. I do in, in that in that, in
1: that park. The incredible thing is Randy Dobnick yeah, has earned a start yeah. as a starter. So I think
0: yeah, I think he, I think he's one of those games
1: um is Gibson in the playoff as a bullpen guy. I have gone back and forth on that. I think over. no I think no, but but they're giving him every chance because he he's came out of the see. bullpen on was that Tuesday night? Yeah, and he, I think he's going to do it again this week. sometime. Yes. so my, so they're try, they they want him on, on the over playoff who, roster. Over who would be um, station? Uh, yeah, probably a guy like that. And then is
0: Perez going to start if you have a game four as a as an opener type? I don't know if he'll start now. But you can't come back and bring the the game one starter. um, So it would be Friday, Saturday, off day Sunday, Monday.
1: Perez might – okay, so Perez might start and get you six outs. But Perez against lefties would come in from the bullpen possibly. I think Perez is definitely on that roster. I don't know – Over Gibson? I don't know what you do in game four. Uh, Unless to your point right there, which is could Stashek be left off for Gibson? I personally would not have Gibson on the roster just because he's not healthy and you know that he's if, not healthy what if he gives you But three they're trying three
0: innings like like he did the other night or But they're like try
1: the and but chip they're trying so hard yeah, because, to keep him on the roster sure
0: cuz he's a veteran he's been through a lot yeah. and and and
1: maybe if it's three innings I was actually going through Maybe if, it's, if, if I was going through this a couple of days ago I was trying to set the 25 man roster ALDS the theory being 13 pitchers 12 position players sure. right so you're sure things pitch, you're sure things pitching wise. Barrios, Odorizzi, Rogers, Duffy, May, Romo, Dobnak, Zach Lattell. That's eight. Yeah. Gratterall probably because he throws he hard. Be, yeah. That's nine. Um. So ten through fourteen. Stashek, ten through thirteen. Ten through no, I'm I'm saying fourteen and then fourteen gets okay. Caught. Yeah. So ten through fourteen options. Cody Stashek, Devin Smeltzer, Martin Perez. Lewis Thorpe or Gibson, so Thorpe might be off. I think Thorpe might be the odd man out.
0: So your your bench then would be. This is the problem. You, this is very difficult. Rocco's not going to want to cut one of those benches because you're going to have uh, Marwin. Well, is, is, is we're assuming Kepler's center. And, Let's
1: assume Marwin and Kepler are, are healthy and, are, and on okay, that okay, your start. So then your your bench is going to be. Your options are this, okay? Uh, so Castro. So yes. So your catchers are garver Castro, yeah, they both. Well, one of them, so they both so, got to make it, let's right. say Castro. But yeah. they're both on the roster. Sure, but they're sure. but Castro makes the roster, yeah, because you have to. Yeah. He can catch. Uh, theoretically, Marwin at first base, Arise at second base, Polanco, Sano, okay, yeah, Rosario in left, Kepler in center, Nelson Cruz the DH. Your right fielder, it oh, could.
0: I think you put Crone at first and Marwin. I was going to say Ryan. it
1: could be Crone at first, but my problem with Crone is. Is that thumb a complete mess? Yeah. Uh, he... Your bench options then are Scope, Cave, Lamont Wade, Ostadio. and if if you decide that Crone is not healthy or on the borderline, he could be in that bench category. Yeah. So well, who I... gets cut from that?
0: And Adri- Adrian Is he? What's his? Uh, actually, we talked to. Is he done?
1: No, we talked to Falvey today on uh, the Twin Show, in the eleven o'clock hour, and he said they're trying to get him healthy too. So, well, if he's healthy, he's I think he's in. for sure in there. I'll add him back. If he's in healthy.
0: There. I, I think uh scope for sure, Adrianza if he's uh Scope healthy. for sure. I agree. Uh yep. Adrianza if he's healthy, I think for sure. Okay. If you go thirteen pitchers, then you can only have three,
1: right? Um yes. Scope, Adrianza. <sighs> so okay, so to your to your point, I'll put Gonzalez? I'll put Gonzalez Back and right field I think now, that's, that's going to be. And Krohn yeah. at first. Yeah, I think that's, so that's it. So it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. That's 10 because I've got the two catchers. Um, so oh, two shit. more. So So if Crone's off this list now because he is. So it's going to be Scope and Scope, and Cave, Adrianza. Wade, Ostadio, Adrianza. I think it's Scope for sure. And then it's Adrianza if he can't hel- If that's he's healthy, I think it's Cave. Okay. Don't you? Ostadio off, huh? Someone's going to get left off. That's a tough call here. Yeah. If you go thirteen pitchers, which I think you're going to.
0: Yeah, I this think is a because, hard exercise. because if you wanted to play scope, you'd move uh a rise to the outfield, and
1: I don't think you'd eat cave then, right? Yes. So cave, yep. Yeah, cave I'm not uh my question is Astadio, because he's got versatility, he can catch. And the other the other problem is maybe him over Adrianza. Well, no, but it yes, because the backup is this. Gonzalez has an oblique problem. Gonzalez is on the roster for sure. Like unless he comes to me and says I can't play, but he's a super utility guy. But if he's got an oblique problem that I'm concerned about, I want as much position flexibility from a guy as as much as possible. So, but Ostadia has more. Yeah, yeah. Ostadia can, in a pinch, I think can catch as well. I think.
0: I think it's. I think scope for sure because you play him at second, you can move a rise to the outfield, and then I think. Probably in, in the odd man's outer cave and Adrianza. Yeah.
1: Okay. That's a tough exercise. Yeah. I mean, I told. F- I think Valvia you have to. Keep I said, this is pictures. very tough. I think you have to keep 13. I pictures. said, I tried, Derek. This is really <laughs> tough. So I'm not sure what you're going to do, but Did I'm he give you give me an problem.
0: update on uh, Kepler?
1: Yeah, they say that uh, they he's back to taking some batting practice. He's doing some things, but I am concerned there.
0: Well, yeah. He I mean, he gave me past- an
1: update, but he's not going to tell us exactly what's sure. up. But to me, in trying to. Handicapped the potential series against the Yankees. Yeah. Kepler's the key here because if you're telling me, well, he's not really, you know, he's 50%, then it shifts my thought drastically. It shifts who you,
0: who you, uh, you're 25 man to because then you got to have cave. You got to have cave
1: up, I would think. Yes. You're probably correct. But he is, because I think a Yankee series, realistically, okay. You got to score. That's what I was going to say. Realistically, you have to say, we have to in Yankee Stadium. I think you have to count on count on getting. And this, I'm not saying that this is simple. Okay, it's a big ask, but I think you have to count on trying to score nine to ten runs per game. Yeah, I was
0: going to say eight. That should be the. But that you're right. That ballpark.
1: Yeah, because I don't because think pop ups go out of there. Yeah, I know. And that pitching and also so here, here's the tough thing. So games one and two, Friday, Saturday, Yankee Stadium. The tough thing is this. I got to ask my lineup to score, let's say eight eight to ten runs. Yeah. Okay. I got to have my starter be as effective as possible, but I know he's probably going to get hit, and then and then where it gets intriguing against the Yankees is it's got to be lights out bullpen, lights out bullpen. Yeah, yeah. So, so my bull, so the pressure on my bullpen is but I, immense. Well, let's start with the starting. Who's your Who's your game one starter? Well, we're hearing so if, no, who, Pat, if Patrick is hearing, they're going with Odorizzi, I would not. I, I'd i go Burrios still. I would go Burrios still I, I have to I just think his as I a, see the problem But I'd still have to do it Like with Burrios I still As bad as he's been
0: I still think when, If he If you can get a high end performance If you can get Burrios from him yep. The real Burrios Yep You've got a better shot than I mean I think Odorizzi will be fine But With his With his You know Fly ball I mean it, I think that one could get Out of hand there I'm with you Totally with him. And it could with Burrios, but I, I still think I go Burrios there. I think I almost go Dod game two and then have Oda Rizzi back here game three, but it makes sense. But
1: um the fly balls that the go bullpen, out there won't go that go out in Yankee Stadium won't go out of target field.
0: But Judd, maybe I'm being delusional on this, but I feel reasonably confident with that bullpen right now.
1: Yeah. No, I think that's very fair. I mean
0: when you can throw Rogers, Romo, Duffy yep. and and, and May two when he's on, but those but those last three, yep. that's pretty good, man. Especially the way Duffy is, has his second half. I mean, he's been unhittable.
1: Yeah, oh, he's been great. So I think but Rodgers, why, but the pressure on your bullpen is going to be immense because yeah. of that.
0: Yeah, and so you know, I if if, they, if the starter can just get him. To like the sixth inning in reasonable
1: shape. Yep. I think they're in pretty good shape there. So here are three factors that I say if they don't work, you're just dead. Okay. Mm-hmm. So not not how can I outstrategize the Yankees. These are three things that if they don't come through, I just go home and say, uh, see you in Fort Myers. Yeah. Barrios is one. Mm-hmm. So like you can only manipulate this Barrios thing so much. He is your top. St- he needs yeah. to be your top starter. So if you're going to tell me, well, yeah, yeah, you know, I think I think I can get him to game uh, two, and he's only going to give up X amount. If he flames out, I, I don't care yeah. if it's game one, I don't care if it's game two, I don't care if it's game five. You're just dead because it's a tone setter as much as anything. Correct. Yeah. And you and you have he, to. And you if you don't have him, you are just done. Yeah. Correct. So I can't. It's not like the bullpen moves where I'm like I'm being creative here and I'm and the Yankees don't see it coming. Yeah. So that's one Two, the offense. Mm-hmm. If I don't get my eight to ten runs per game, especially. In New York, I'm just done. Yeah. Like, if I if I get a decent pitch game and it's not great and I score f- four runs, Well, that's the it's thing. Over, right? Do you think
0: they're going to win a four to three game in New York? No. I don't either. I mean,
1: watch them do it now, but yeah. no. <laughs> but I, I, if you ask me to
0: put my money on one side or the other, I don't think they're going to, I'd put it
1: on the nine to eight versus a four to three. And the last thing, chipper for me now, and I would never have said this a month and a half ago or so, is the bullpen. Mm hmm. Like, there's wiggle room in other areas, and there's certain things I can do to help myself. But I guess first and foremost, this whole Barrios thing is he either has to pitch well or you're not going to win the series. And the second thing is if you don't get if, – if the bats, uh, which I don't think they will, but if they go silent for a while, you're just yeah. – just accept your fate and wave wave bye-bye.
0: Well, the problem is let's say this goes four, half of the games you're going to have to be creative in how you pitch it mm-hmm. because you only have two. Mm-hmm. starters. And or three, now,
1: Yeah, if Dobnik... I mean, can, the Dobnik thing, I don't know what to make of it.
0: Yeah, I don't either. I mean, I... I'm not dismissing him. At this he point. throws strikes, and he keeps the ball low.
1: And he's fairly unflappable.
0: But, yeah, I mean... I mean it's, it's
1: not just Detroit. No, he, he, you know, I think
0: he's, he's a pretty focused guy, but it's like predicting what you're going to see from him, sure. you know, in Yankee Stadium, or even here, it's like, you hope, but you have no idea, because there's just... I mean, this is such a Crazy story, you know, but um, I just, I still think it comes back to Nelson Cruz and the Bash Brothers. I mean, they gotta. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and that's why Kepler is so important because yeah. if now if in, against the Yankees, if you remove Kepler as a factor, you've really hurt yourself. Sure, yeah. I mean, you're taking 13. and you're already missing Buxton. Yeah, who would be hell but, on the base paths for if you were the Yankees. Yeah,
0: but you need like you you need Sano locked in. You need Kepler locked in because I, you know, I think Arise and Polanco, and those guys are going to get on base. You need the three-run homers. Yes.
1: How many home runs do you think Sano needs to hit in the ALDS based partially on this too? The left side of that infield is going to give up some runs. Yeah. So like he's going to – and a month ago I said, can you move him to first? Can you do – But but you yeah. can't. It's not going to happen. Well, a month ago we were thinking – He's he doesn't start game one right right I'd but, start Gonzalez yeah. there but it's not going to happen not, so no, he's, so with him at you third can't take his bad lineup and, and uh, keep in mind too he has 19 errors in far less than a full season of third yeah. base he has 19 errors so how much offensive well, production do you need from him in that round to offset well one to to help you out a lot yeah. but two to offset well that, some things that might go on, I'm on the left there's side there's going
0: to be. They're going to have some misplays, I mean, based on what we've seen. Right, so what's the production from him? Well, you'd like to see him homer at least once in those games. I said, I think I need three to four home runs
1: in the ALDS. That's that's a big ask. I know. I need to ask the world of him.
0: I just want to see, like, a clutch three-run homer from him, right, that – Yeah. I'm not saying three to four, but, you know,
1: they need him to – I mean, we are talking about – To have a at a bat that's like clutch where he's up there To be basically. clear, we are talking about those guys having to have tremendous at-bats and yeah. give you a ton of power. Yeah.
0: And I think, you know, I don't think the stage will be too big for this team it won't, because of Nelson Cruz. Yeah, and, it won't bother. And, and, and Gonzalez. It will bother. I think I that will flow down. Don't you? Mm-hmm. I absolutely think that'll flow it's down. already. And Sergio Romo. I think it'll flow down through the bullpen. I mean, I think those guys have something about him that – I was trying to explain this to my wife last night because she was – we were watching the post game and, you know, Cruz, they're interviewing him. And I was like, you know, it's like when he walks in that room, guys just kind of gravitate to him. Yep. And he has this presence yep. where it's kind of like the far presence. You felt like when he's around, you're good, right? Yep. You, you have a good – you have a – it's it's hard to explain, it's hard to put it articulate like and we've been around locker rooms enough to know that know exa- certain guys just have that
1: presence. I know exactly what you're
0: talking and about. And so I don't think I don't think the state I'm not saying they're gonna win, but I don't think it'll be like, Holy cowboy, they were overwhelmed there. I don't think that's gonna be the case. They may just get beat, yep. but I don't think it will be because of nerves or they didn't rise to the moment.
1: Gonzalez Cruz and Scope too. Who has been a really good yep. trooper about this? Um, and I and, and, starting and guys I've been there. I
0: don't think like Rosario, he's goofy enough that he's not going to.
1: Nobody needs those guys. Sure, if you subtract those guys, he's lost. But if he's in his I own don't if little loss world, is the
0: right word. It's just.
1: But I'll tell you what. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the like tr- a catch last night. I mean, I just don't think he has a like a fear factor in him. No, he doesn't. But I think he needs to be talked to at times. And, and Man, here's... A reckless factor. Here, here's what I think happened. So, last week. I believe it was, against the White Sox at target field. Rosario hits that ball off the mm-hmm. wall and sure. watches it and, and stupidly tries to extend a double into a triple sure. and gets thrown out and doesn't get yelled at. Nothing happens. Saturday night, we're both there. He hits a ground ball to second base against Kansas City and watches it. Yeah, I don't think he got yelled at by Rocco at all. Somebody, but but it's no mistake that he then went to Detroit and looked great, and I guarantee you, and it might have been Gonzalez because... At Target Field, he, he, he lockers there. right or by. Or Scope sits there, Rosario. too. Rosario. Scope does. Anyway, somebody said something to him yeah. b- because the story was, well, they intentionally walked Cruz in Detroit, and then Rosario came up, and th- that's not the story. The story is somebody, and that's why this works. Yeah. Rocco doesn't have to police players. Self-policing. Because it's self-policing, yeah. and the guys that police you don't put up with any crap. And, and, you,
0: and they have a pedigree and resume that. And a stature in a game that okay, it's all hand in hand. I think I've won a World Series here. I'm it's gonna, all hand. Well, and or, if, or
1: I've hit four hundred home runs. And if your cruise, you you hit your nine and hit forty home runs. Yeah. So yeah, if Nelson Cruz came here and hit five home runs, people would be like, whatever, dude. But the ability he has to control a room and then to be like, I'm good. I saw uh, pregame on Saturday. Lavelle is is doing because I'm sure there's eighty seven start to be stories uh, for the playoffs. Yeah. He's clearly doing a story on the players playing dominoes Mm. in the clubhouse and so cruz was talking and lavelle asked cruz are you good or do do you play he he goes oh no i'm i'm good and uh lavelle said okay when when do you play with the players and cruz looked at lavelle and without it being condescending or being a jerk at all Mm -hmm. did not look bad he said oh i don't play here i'm preparing to play baseball (laughs) <laughs> and, but it was like, yeah. It was like, whoa, yeah. Because it was he wasn't. You know, some guys would be like, oh, I don't play. You know, yeah. It was not a jerk. It, yeah. it, it was totally. I am here to work. Yeah. And I will. And people will watch me and see that. And so in, in explaining what you were explaining to your wife, yeah. it makes perfect sense to me because yeah. that's the it. The. Uh, so last night, Marwin said, and
0: he said it before, but it. People ask him, like, when do you think this team be good? And he's like, ah, yeah, spring training. That's why I signed here. And and Dustin Morris, the head PR executive with the Twins, was telling a story after the day that that uh, Cruz hit number 40 in 400 for his career that at spring training they were just having a casual conversation and and Nelson was saying, you know, uh, when I hit 40 this, by 40th this year, it's going to be 400. I want to tie it with some community events and charity things. And, and Dustin was like, 40? <laughs> yeah, and he's like, lot. no, yeah, yeah, I'm going to get to 40 and, and 400. I'm going to do it this year, and we're going to go to playoffs. And it was just like sort of matter of fact. And he's like, holy cow, it came true. It's like, <laughs> do you think those guys, if you had game true serum that spring training that they envision, as, as shocked as we are, do you really think they looked at this team and thought, yeah, this, we got some playoff caliber
1: guys here? I think Cruz might have. You think Gonzalez? Uh, potentially, I mean, yeah. No, but it's I'll buy it. I, you know what coming from now now if that had come from Rosario or a younger it's player, speak. Just, just like, that's just yeah. that's pie in the sky. Cruz is wired differently, and so is Gonzalez, yeah. and, and I, I admire it. I can't totally describe it, yeah, but it doesn't shock me. They're pros, and, and last night, yeah, they're, but they're they are, but they're and they're pros, pros, and like last night when when uh, Fox Sports North was doing the post game stuff in, in the clubhouse, and Audra Martin was talking to. Mm Sano and Cruz was right behind him and she and she asked Cruz a question and Cruz came up and talked about Sano and said something along the lines of he's a good kid. He wants to work hard. It was a father talking about his son (laughs) like it was not teammate to teammate. Oh, yeah, but but again, that's impressive. Yeah, and and the, the, the fact that when they took the team picture chipper in the clubhouse, it was Marvin Gonzalez with Byron Buxton on FaceTime. He doesn't have to do that. That could have been, hey, JK, call Buxton on FaceTime. Yeah. Like, it, it's the, it's that type of stuff that I can't stress enough. And I know it's important that players are successful yeah. at the plate and in the field. But it's that type of stuff that gives you the intangibles that allow for sure. a lot of the success. Well, and you
0: think about it, him and Buxton have been teammates for five months. Exactly. It's not like they're long-lost friends. And they're nowhere near together. the same age. No. I mean, you can see, like, Sano doing it. Correct but it was marvin Gonzalez, the, the guy said hey someone's missing one of our teammates correct Let's do, yeah i mean it's this has been this this clubhouse in terms of being around guys is as professional if if i was to rank the most professional teams that i've covered in terms of approach chemistry um, even kill all that stuff kind of the you know the, the things that aren't tangible like you, but just being around this has to bring at at or near the top of the list for me.
1: Boy, I I, was I would say, say the 09 Vikings. I would say and and the 03 Wild playoff 03 run that Wild I covered sure. with you, yeah. that was an incredibly professional. The wall, like Wes Walls had intangibles yeah. and he was not a great player, but my god well, did he have those intangibles. Well, him, Darby, Zoltok, Sergey. Yep.
0: Uh, you know, you could go down the Bombardier. Yep. That team, yeah. It's weird how you can you've done this long enough where you can walk in and be around a team. and You're like, I can see why this team wins. Yep, you know, and it's yeah, they got great talent, but also you walk in there and you're like, this is a it's a it's a tight knit, and people roll their eyes at chemistry and and, and culture and all that. But I'm telling you, there's something to it.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Well, the other thing too is. As reporters, you can walk into a clubhouse where guys are faking it and smell BS immediately. In O three three, when before the Wild started that playoff run, and I joined you in covering them for the Strib mm-hmm. against Colorado, I remember talking to Willie Mitchell. Yeah, and now Willie was again he, not a great player, but a very solid player. He was player. a good player. He's a good player, and he got it. Yeah, and I was asking him because everyone assumed you'll play four or five games and be yeah. done. And I remember asking him something about the Stanley Cup, and he referred to it as, as they all do as the big chalice yeah, and blah, blah, blah. Thing. Yeah. And I thought to myself, does this lunatic really think he's <laughs> got a chance? But here's the thing to his credit. He wasn't full of it. He really did believe it. Yeah. And that belief led them on a playoff run that they probably had at that time no business going on. Yep. And so 0-9 Vikings, for as... For as flamboyant, I guess, as Brett Favre is, he does have that Nelson Cruz control. Sure. And it's not BS. Mm -mm. Like, he is selling something that is tangible. Mm -hmm. And how many teams have we both seen where somebody tries to be that guy? And you're like, dude, you can't. You
0: don't have it. Compare it to 2018 Twins and that clubhouse, which I thought was was awful. toxic. I thought it was awful. It was toxic. It was toxic. Now, granted, they did not have the talent that this team has in terms of offense. But you walked in there and you're like, doesn't surprise me this team's losing because I just didn't think it was a good I mean granted they had all kinds of issues on the field yeah, but I just didn't think it was a very cohesive
1: clubhouse at it all. wasn't but i'm I'm talking about teams that have been pretty good but they don't have that that guy or those guys and so they can't get because that team was just that was not a good collection, and it didn't gel, and, and it was all wrong.
0: O like, 3 didn't have, 0 O three Vikings Wild teams. didn't have, like, that one guy. Like, maybe Walls was it. I think Walls
1: was a good guy. But he
0: wasn't, but, like, I look at this team, and I think, all right, Nelson. It's Nelson Cruz. Yes. I look at O nine 9 Vikings. That was Favre. And they had, you know, you had Kevin Williams, you know, Adrian Peterson, Jared Allen. You had big-time Steve Hutchinson. You had big-time personalities. Yes. Guys who were, you know, borderline Hall of Fame players in there. But it was, you know, that was Favre. When you walked in, it was like, that was Favre's team. Mm-hmm. I don't know that the Wild at 03 had that. I think it was just a – I think it was 20 guys that were all kind of on the and same. And Jacques. And Jacques. and, were, yeah, and, and Jacques could coach. trap yeah. you, and
1: he was a great coach. Yeah. Um right, but yeah, but you know, Walls and and like you said, Darby and Bombardier and Mitchell, they all got it though. I'm talking yeah. about guys that truly May, uh roly the goalie. I mean, guys that great. aren't feigning it. Sure. Oh yeah. We've she seen can how tell, many yeah. guys feign it and they think I I'll always go back to um Tory's one year here. Yeah. And you know, Tory had that impact here and it was and that team and then the next year Tory's gone and Dozier's talking about I I'm gonna have to take you know, the mantle now and you're like, That's not how it works, Brian. Like yeah. you can't you can't just assume that you're now going to be like it's if, if Nelson Cruz walks away, Marwin's not gonna go up to you in spring training and be like, I'm the new Nelson. Yeah. It's gonna be like, No, I'm still I think Dozier tried. And I think he he had
0: he- the production and he hustled and he
1: but I just don't know that he did try, but it's a but it's the product of the fact that you can't be that guy if you're not that guy. Yeah, I mean, it's like you have to be yourself. If Brian Dozier had just been like, "I'm going to be myself and that's fine," yeah. But Tory was a, Tory had it. Yeah. Tory had it, and yeah. I and 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 it comes in different shapes and sizes. Nelson Cruz doesn't really. It's not like I don't think he goes around cracking wise. Tory constantly no. did that, and he didn't. And Nelson doesn't. I mean, he
0: he talks to the media, but it's not like every day he's holding court. No, I mean but, it, it's it's quick, it's professional. It's you get what five, but he ten will. Minutes, But he, oh, he doesn't. He'll yeah. talk if you ask yeah. him to. But
1: he's not going to. He's not trying to. Yeah. he's not trying to end up in stories. He's not trying to end up on TV. Mm-hmm. But he just controls that thing. I, I mean the the ultimate impact behind behind the scenes that he's probably had in Sano's resurgence, along with the fact that they worked on Miguel's mechanics That's at the play. Right, yeah. But the ultimate impact that um, that Cruz has had on Miguel Sano. Is probably one that we can't measure. Well, yeah, because they they move Miguel's locker that is right next to yep.
0: his, and they're always there sitting together for you know, give people a snapshot. They're in the clubhouse, their lockers are right next to each other, and and, Cru- and Cruz and, is in uh, where Joe Mauer used to sit. And, yeah, Cruz has Joe Mauers and, and so they talk, and so who knows what they're saying and and what he's listening and hearing? But I'm sure it's you know, like like you said. He's a good kid who's trying
1: to do well. You heard it last night. Yeah, and he just pats him like, (laughs) this is my kid. Uh, So I I tweeted this out last night, and I thought about this. And, of course, the responses have been all over the board because it's Twitter. (laughs) But from the little that you know, uh, Maurer, from the time going way back to high school at Creighton Durham Hall when you covered him, What's your guess about how he feels about this? Because that's the one I, I, I like. I'd love to really know what he feels. Not the not the you know. If I was the toast. guess, and I don't, I'm not gonna pretend to know him that well,
0: but j- just I knew him as a high school kid. But yep. I would bet he's happy, but also a little bit jealous not to be part of this, or envious. Jealous is not the right word, but maybe like, man, I wish I could be part of that, you know, and experience that again. But I'm sure, knowing I me, mean, he is. Everybody who's dealt with him, he's a good, you know humble all that stuff that's not an act so i'm sure he is happy for for them but yeah you're you're also human and you're probably like
1: ah, man it'd be fun to be part of that run well that's a lot of time here and he he went through a lot of bad years a lot of Al- bad years ultimately yeah you know starting in 2000 and and not to get another bite of that apple yeah exactly yeah. right
0: but but i also I, I bet there's you know a big
1: part of him that's he wants to see the twins do well but it, that just came to my mind Last night. Yeah. As I watched that team. Cause, and he did try last year to take control. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, he's just not going to be. Uh, he doesn't have the it. He, he's a great player. Yeah. But he doesn't have the it of, oh, there's Joe and he's Nelson Cruz.
0: No, I think guys looked up to him. Um, I think his leadership was more. Uh, and I think he he talked to guys live because you, you, you hear people talk behind the scenes that he was always talking. But I think it was more watch the way I prepare and. Yep. I'm consistent every day and it's, it's more of kind of watch how I go about being a professional. And so guys watch that more than I think Nelson kind of has that um, kind of a magnetic yes. personality. I, yes. You know, that's or, I'll put. so it's just a different style, but I, I, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and, you know, say they're doing this cause Maurer's not here. I mean, that, that's not fair. Oh
1: know? no. I, I yeah. was just, my, my point was, you know, he probably could have come back on a, one-year, $10 million deal. And so I think you're probably right. I think he's probably thinking, damn, that that could have been fun.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm sure there's part of him who's like, ah, it's just, you know.
1: But, I mean, I think that's human nature. But
0: uh, also I'm guessing he's pretty happy with his lot in life right now and being a dad and not having to go through all that. Okay.
1: In our remaining time here, let's talk some football, sir. Yeah. Vikings Bears. I will tell you my thought, just one thought. I am concerned about the health of Kirk Cousins on Sunday.
0: Yeah, it's um, – I'll be surprised if they're able to run it like they have the first three games. I really will. Now, maybe they've got this – maybe Dalvin's just at a different plateau right now. Maybe this scheme is – they can run on anyone. Uh-huh. I have my doubts because I think that Bears defense is so good. Now, if Hicks doesn't play, that'll affect it. Uh, Akeem Nix um, – or Hicks, he's, you know, what's it, knee?
1: Knee, yes. Yeah. Um, and he didn't practice on Wednesday. My guess is he's, he's going, going, going to be, play, my but what I don't know is how effective he can I, be. I before he came out here I saw uh someone
0: tweet, it might have been Brad Biggs or uh, Bear Tire that uh Nagy said it's going to be a truly game time decision. So it's going to be one of the things he works out in the morning for the game. He sure. either can or he can't. But um but going back to that, I even if he's not in there, I just I think it's going to be hard to run for 200 yards as a team. So yeah, so it's, Cousins is going to have to make some throws. And against pressure and I was that, crap say, that noise, pressure, that offensive grade. line. Yeah,
1: what's your faith? Uh, I, not high. I'm not even trying to blame Kirk here. I'm no, saying no, just the from protection? a starting point of that yeah. line and that I, pass I would, rush. I would say not high until they prove otherwise. I mean, Khalil Mack could. I know. And God forbid we we have to watch poor Riley Reef like we did the Sunday mm-hmm. night game a year ago, try and block Khalil Mack one on one.
0: Yeah, I would say not. I mean, they have to prove that they can. Stand up to that defense and here's that what, pressure. Here's, so
1: here's my here's my thing. Here's my game plan. I'm going to tell you my game plan. See, see if you like this. Um, Hail Marys? They know no. They know you're going to run right. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to run. Sure. You're not going to. I don't think you're going to trick them. Now you might try some slant passes on things, yeah. but you're not going to. You're not going to have Kirk Cousins drop back and stand in the pocket and try and find Diggs and Thielen yeah. downfield because he'll get killed. I would have several packages where I would go heavy six O linemen. And I would say bleep it. Yeah, we're going to block it up as best we can. If and and now if Hicks do, doesn't play, that's a huge break. Yeah. But if you do that, then I'm going to put two guys on Khalil Mack. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give Dalvin Cook the ball. You know what I'm going to do? Yeah, stop it.
0: Well, I think yeah, I don't think that they're going to be like, all right, we're not going to be able to run ball. They're going to try to be creative. Like, all right, we got to commit extra or whatever to to make this work because. They do not want Cousins throwing 35, 40 times a game. I mean, that's just... No, I'm serious. I'm concerned about him. Yeah. And so... But here's the other thing.
1: I have probably less confidence than Mr. Trubisky. So what makes this game fun. And I think... Sh- and, you, but, and you're not wrong. Now, I think Trubisky stays healthy because he can run a little bit.
0: Yeah, he can scramble. But... And that's why he, he hurt him last year a lot I'm in with that you. game here. Yeah. Um,
1: and there he gashed him.
0: Yeah, and there too. So... I think it's going to be low scoring. I do. I just think both offenses is going to have a tough time because Zimmer's defense is good right now. Mm-hmm. And I think ever, the way Everson's playing, that's the thing. Everson makes that, te- that defense different. As much as we look at everyone else, I'm not saying he's the most important player because I still think Harrison is on defense or maybe Barr when he's. When he's I think Harrison Smith. I think you're right. Harrison or. or but I would make the, the argument that. Everson might be 1A to Harrison. Because when he's playing at a, like a Pro Bowl level like he's doing now, so you have Hunter on the air yeah, side, it's just different. Yes. I mean, that, that, that defense is just so different. So I think they'll get to the Trubisky. I think I, – I just think they'll struggle um, to score. So I could see it being like a 20-17 to 17 type
1: game. Agreed completely. Yeah, I think I said 17-14 or so. Mm-hmm. So this is – Week four, it's early. I get all that, but as little as Raiders Vikings told us, and I thought it yeah. told us nothing. And, and I, I actually think Washington Chicago told us almost nothing as well. Yeah, because okay, we know the Vikings and Bears. You're good at defense. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. shocking. Yeah, <laughs> Dalvin Cook can really run the football. Oh, that's really shocking. I didn't yeah. know that. I think that this game. I'm not saying the season is going to be decided by this game, but when it comes to both teams, I think it's going to tell. It should tell us a lot.
0: Yeah, because. I, because the the narrative on on cousins is not going to change until it changes, right? I mean, he has to show that he can stand up and play well and, and gets in quote unquote big games against good teams. And we didn't, he, he didn't last year,
1: and so. But don't you think he's going to manage this game? Like they, I, I'm not I, saying, I I'm gonna, I, but if they stop the run, it's going to have to be more in manage. Oh, if they stop the run, the Vikings are probably dead. But here's the thing: is Chip. This goes back to to the Green Bay game too. You're going to have to sit your defense down and tell them we can't have one bad quarter. We can't have half a bad quarter. But, I mean, this defense, you are going to have to. The starting point for this game to me is to tell the defense, basically, we need to put Trubisky on zero touchdown passes. Yeah, And I can probably afford for you to give up a rushing touchdown, and that's going to be it.
0: Like, I don't think – I just think the defense is going to be able to keep that offense in check. So it's not like you're going to say, all right, Kurt, go score 40. We're going to need you. you Correct. But – He's going to have to do more than manage. Um, He's going to have to make some throws. I mean, you're going to have to get Diggs and Thielen involved here. You'd like to, but with that pressure,
1: he's potentially going going to see. Yeah,
0: I think it's going to be Kubiak and Stefanski going to have to come up with some wrinkles. Um, It's going to be a hell of a scheme if they can do it. Yeah, but Judd, how about this division?
1: Yeah, it's great. I can't figure it. It's the best division in football, right? Right now it is, yeah. And I still don't have it figured out exactly. like. I don't know what to make of Detroit yet. Uh, Green Bay, which which is going to play Thursday night. We're taping this on Thursday afternoon. Um, I don't I, think
0: there's a bad team in this division. I don't think the Lions are like a good team, but I don't think they're horrible. I think they're – I think they win six games, seven games, which is not – I mean, it's, I guess it's bad because you're blowout. Chicago's
1: average. offense we don't like. But their defense is going to keep them in games if they yes. can win.
0: I think there's three good teams that – I, I've said this from the beginning. I, I'm sticking with it. I don't see an 11-win team in this division.
1: I agree with you on that. Yeah,
0: that's very fair. I think they're going to beat each other up all the way through the end.
1: And this game at Soldier Field on Sunday is going to be a bloodbath. Yeah. Which is going to be great fun it's to like watch. It's old school. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you're going to have to. Both teams are going to have to go in basically saying we can give up 14 points. Mm-hmm. Or seven points. <clears throat> How about Marcus Sherrill's back? Your guy. My guy. Which, which by the way, he got should overshed, never left. Which <laughs> got overshadowed because Laquan came back. I but I said it's a far bigger deal that Marcus is back because Marcus actually is one of very few people in this league now, I think, who you don't mind catching the ball on a punt and running with it. Nope. BB again on Sunday showed us. He muffed one. I hate, for the most part, just go Bobby Wade, just fair catch him. They should
0: have but- never moved on from Marcus, right? He
1: belongs here, right? Well, this what is what Marcus where he sh- why, why do you leave? I, and then the Saints cut him I anyway. I don't think they gave him a contract. I don't think the Vikings gave him a contract. I tell you what, if I have a reliable punt returner in 2019, yeah, just, don't mess with it. I would just leave him.
0: What is your concern, too? I know we've got to run here. What's the concern on their one ankle sprain at wide receiver from being in a pickle?
1: I mean, they have two wide receivers. Do you right not now. trust Ole B.C. Johnson? I mean, don't you have great faith in mm-hmm. him? But, Chip, here's the problem is Maybe Irv
0: Smith is your third wide receiver at this
1: point. That's what I was going to say. Question back at you. Now, I'm not advocating that losing Diggs or Thielen would be good. I'm not saying that. But with the way this offense currently is structured and runs, and Irv Smith, who, by the way, on Sunday looked fantastic, ordinarily you'd say, oh, my God, you can't lose your third, third receiver and now BB's gone. But in this case, it's like. Okay, this hurts a little bit, but 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 two not out killer.
0: of two out of the three games would you agree have been outliers? That, you, that that's yes. not your typical model, right? Currently. And I don't think that's going to be sustainable. Atlanta and Oakland. I think not. you played I think it just you jumped on Atlanta and it got went side And Oakland's, Oakland's just terrible. Oakland's awful. Oakland's just terrible. And so Great. You know, how many attempts did Cousins have at Green Bay? It was 32, right? Like 14 yeah. to 32. Yeah. So I think more times – and he and ran for, what, 198 or whatever as a team? Yep. So I think more times than not, that's how it's going to have to be. Yes. He's going to have to throw but, us. So you, there's got to be targets.
1: Sure there is, but my problem with that game is, is not the overall game structure. My problem with, with the Green Bay game is how on earth do you land on first and goal from the Green Bay 8 – with that offensive line again, and knowing that your quarterback panics, mm-hmm. having him throw that pass, and and I keep getting back, well, he has to throw sometimes. Okay, that's fine, but you're running the football. You're yeah. first and goal at the eight, and now and now you're going to get after that whole series. Basically, aside from one pass running, now you're going to get cute on me.
0: Yeah, I I
1: don't go football on me. I, I did, football people don't go football on me. I didn't Let's mind. Smart. I didn't mind the play call. I hated it. Um, I like it if I have point, a quarterback you have to who trust panic. him though. Right? You have to trust the eight year better. No. Okay, think think of it this way. Because yes, that makes sense, but think of it this way. How can you trust him when you can't trust the line? Well that that okay, I'll I'll agree with that point. I'm saying it's uh it's a, it's failure stew. Yeah. Like if it's just cousins, then you're like bleep it. Yeah. But that is a line that can't and that's why I'm concerned about Sunday, and I don't think that you can ask him Diggs and Thielen are going to be this is probably too strong a word because it's, but they're going to be victims of the fact that that line can't block and the quarterback can't be trusted. Yeah, they're really good, but you can't. How, how can you involve them, Chip? Yeah, well,
0: yeah, because I mean, short passes, yeah, short pass. I mean, I think it's going to have to be get the ball of your hands quick. So the whole let's throw it down the field. I don't know if that's going to be there, but because you don't have time, probably. um Yeah, the pass blocking the first two games because I mean this this game was better obviously, but they didn't really throw it that much. But I mean, what was it? Was we say that last time we were here, sixty percent of the time, Cousins was pressured against Green Bay. Which, yeah, something like that. And that's a, I think it's a good defense.
1: Now you're playing. I know. Maybe the best defense. This is going to have to be some really good coaching on Sunday. Mm-hmm. But I just think that at certain times, because that line is so. Undependable in pass protection because I could certainly run block. Yeah, and because Cousins goes into a blind panic when that happens, you've got to take the ball out of his hands. Which means, you know what? If you can have a screen dump off to Cook or Irv Smith, yeah, awesome. Yes, do yes, that. Do that. Yeah, I
0: think I think that you'll see a lot of like then do that, incorporate that to get the ball out quick and see if Dalvin can make something. Um, I think the big concern too is not having the strip sacks, the fumbles when. Cousin gets gets hit, and now you're giving him a short field because that's that's how a game can flip like that, right? Absolutely. Uh, we saw in the Buffalo game last year. I mean, that game felt like it was over in the first quarter because he had what back to back fumbles on, yep. and they scored I think ten points, not fourteen, but they. So that's how this game or any game can. If you can't protect him, we've seen his fumble issues. You you have a strip sack and it, and it you know all of a sudden you've got out.
1: to protect yourself from. His faults, and unfortunately his faults are made worse by the fact that he doesn't have good pass protection. Mm-hmm. So that's what, I mean, this game is not the game to get cute. This game is no. the game to, and, and that's why I would go, I would go at least in certain formations, six O-linemen and tell the Bears, yeah, I'm going to run. Yeah. Stop the run.
0: And maybe that one's good enough. I mean, maybe... You know, he's not ideal, but no,
1: but he looks sensational right now. I mean, he's or you go six or at times to come up with a a package, six O-linemen out there, disguise it as a run and have him throw a short pass.
0: Yeah. And I think you'll see a lot of C.J. Hamm in the backfield and a lot of just chipping. Yep. There's no other answer. Mm -hmm.
1: But this game at least will tell us something. And the Oakland game told us nothing.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think we'll find out more about what this. That was a
1: game where I almost started crying. I was so bored. I was watching it. You're fortunate that you got to go to the Twins game. Yeah,
0: I watched I watched, that for, I watched that the first hours. quarter in the Twins press room before the game started and it I mean what a just dysfunctional <laughs> organization that is.
1: Well, how about the amount of teams too now that are just awful? Miami's trying to lose, the Jets minus Darnold and without a very good head coach yeah. are awful. Uh, Oakland is awful. Yeah. You know, there's a slew of teams or there's a few teams that are just absolutely yeah. terrible. Yeah. I mean, it was painful to watch. Last thing, golfers open Big Ten season on Saturday at Purdue. I take it you're going? Yes, I'm leaving tomorrow. Your uh, expectations for? I think they win. Don't know a lot about.
0: Yeah, I think. I mean, they have not played well. Well, they've played well at times. They haven't been consistent. Um, I think they win down there. I think they're going to try to punish them on the ground. Shannon Brooks is back. He's going to be very motivated. They punished him last year. I think they ran for 240-something yards against mm-hmm. Purdue last year and really just kind of steamrolled him. They didn't throw the ball a whole lot. They did a good job against Rondell Moore, who's their fabulous wide receiver. He's the stud, right? Yeah, he's he's phenomenal. Um, he had, I think, eight catches, but only for like 70 yards. Not, And we don't know Purdue's quarterback, uh, Elijah Sindelar, is, it was, he missed last week. He's in a concussion protocol. Ooh. Apparently he got to Thursday. I was reading something, and – failed a test or whatever, so he had to go back to the beginning. So uh, they just said he's questionable still, and if he if he can't play, it's a uh, redshirt freshman who's just not as good a player. So if he doesn't play, but even if he does play, I think I think the – I think PJ's trying to light a fire under that offensive line. For whatever reason, they have not been good. No. I wouldn't be surprised. He, he, at his press conference the other day, he said something to the line. I'm paraphrase it, but we're going to get the, whoever our best five linemen out there, and we may – it may be game to game, play to play. So I wouldn't be surprised if they move some guys around there to kind of hmm. see if they can get spark something or light a fire in somebody. But I think that, that that unit will play better. I think they'll Shannon's return will be he'll be excited. I think they'll pound him
1: on the ground and win. Throw the ball to Rashad Bateman, okay? And, and, and John Johnson. Set up to play action to those. Ter- exactly right. This is guys. not hard. I know. The Vikings I'm struggling with yeah. you know, I gotta do a 25 man playoff roster. <laughs> I got to tell That's Kubiak right. and Stefanski what to do. <laughs> the gopher thing can take care of itself. Okay. Just show so, all abatement. Exactly. And Ty right. Johnson. I know. All right. Conduits of trouble. We are uh, done. He's chipped. Thanks to Declan Goff for producing. We'll talk to you next week.